Thank you for spending another midweek moment with WPT. I'm Paul Rozeski. Today is Wednesday, the 16th of August, 2023. Before we get started, today's moment is brought to you by the membership of the Wisconsin Property Taxpayers. Their membership dues allow us to be in the communities, visiting farmers and small business owners every day, hearing their frustrations, experiences, and concerns that we can then bring to lawmakers' committee meetings and courtrooms. We exist at the privilege and discretion of our members, so if there's a way we can be a resource to you, please give us a shout. Well, happy Wednesday to you. Happy National Rum Day. Yes, rum, the alcoholic spirit. It's fun because there's typically four or five of these fake national holidays for me to pick from. I picked rum because it'll be a good transition to my first story, but it also made me think about how rum really gets the neglected middle child treatment in Wisconsin. When you look at our great state's love affair with brandy, number one, and how whiskeys have exploded in popularity, I would bet rum is a distant third. So go out today and support the underdog on National Rum Day. And like I said, that leads me to my first story. So let's jump into some news together. A little ways back, the software company Toast released some data. Now, Toast is a cloud-based software targeted to the restaurant industry as an all-in-one point-of-sale system. Everything from accounting and inventory to credit card processing and table management, the whole deal. They looked at all the lunchtime receipts of all of their customers across the nation for the first three months of 2023. They found that... In that time frame, 16% of the lunch items across the U.S. were alcohol. In Wisconsin, 30% of the items were alcohol. Yeah, that's double the national average. The next closest was Hawaii at 28%, which is massively vacation-driven in a totally different ballgame. And there were only three other states that even hit 25%. Whoa. Looking at cities nationwide, Milwaukee tied with Denver for first place, if you want to call it that, on on the average lunch ticket. In those two cities, 26% of all the items were alcohol. Seems like we don't need a Hallmark holiday like National Rum Day as a reason to go out after all. In other news, a Montana judge ruled, stay with me, that the state's decision to exclude consideration of the impact of oil and gas emissions in environmental reviews violated the state's constitution. That's because Montana is one of the three states where the right to a healthy environment is written into their constitution. That seems reasonable. If there's an environmental review, it shouldn't purposely exclude a factor that could have impact, if anything, to prove or confirm whether it will have any measurable impacts. That is where the logic seems to end, because like many things these days, the facts were buried deep under agendas and rhetoric talking points, which 
starts with young climate activists, quote unquote, that brought the lawsuit. But what really caught my attention is the post-verdict quote from the plaintiff talking about, quote, this generation's efforts to save the planet from the devastating effects of human-caused climate chaos. I don't see chaos. I think my definition of chaos might be different. No, it, it absolutely is different. Is it chaos in Montana or in the global climate? If it's the global climate, it's worth pointing out that, according to the defendant, quote, the plaintiff's expert witnesses agreed that Montana has no impact on the global climate. If that's the case, objectively speaking, what's even being accomplished here? Based on that context, that first statement, that first quote, appears to be somewhere between inaccurate and irresponsible. What I see is a court case that was thrown out initially, but won on appeal, so unfortunately the final chapter of this story is yet to be written and or twisted out of context. Hmm. In other news, and in news closer to home, Wenzel's Farm, located in Marshfield, is a company that produces a wide variety of sausage products available at establishments throughout Wisconsin and probably the Midwest. They will be attempting to enter the Guinness Book of World Records this Saturday. They're attempting to produce the longest meat snack stick in the history of mankind right here in our state. Good luck in your noble efforts, Wenzels. And finally, the Farmer's Almanac came out with their predictions on next winter's weather. Following up last year's fairly mild winter in Wisconsin, their mathematical and astrological formula calls for a colder winter with below average temperatures and more snowstorms, sleet, ice, and rain for much of the Midwest and the Great Lakes. I bring it up now because at this moment, it is easy to quickly put away those thoughts and let's return to thoughts of warm and amazing mid-August Wisconsin. This evening, this weekend, fills me with contentment even thinking about it. Staying with this theme of summer, I will leave you with this quote from Thomas Jefferson. On matters of style, swim with the current. On matters of principle, stand like a rock. Have a great second half of your week, and as always, thanks for listening. Wisconsin Property Taxpayers, Inc. is a nonpartisan membership organization consisting of thousands of small business, farm, and homeowner members in every corner of the state. Founded in 1985, the organization is committed to providing its members with up-to-date information, legislative advocacy, and exclusive cost-saving benefits. Find out how to join at wptonline.org slash join.